Ducks fans, are you ready? You are listening to the Ducks and Pucks podcast. This is the number one home for Anaheim Ducks talk and analysis. Here we go. Welcome to the show. This is your host, Mike Walters, along my co-host, Eddie Richard. And, uh, well, we have an interesting show for you this week. Uh, Randy Carlisle is finally let go by the Ducks. And uh, we have a special guest that's going to be on the show with us, too. We have Tamu Solani that's going to give us some reaction and whatnot to what he thinks about what happened. So we're going to bring him in here right now. We're going to talk with him first and then get to all your fan questions. Hello. Hey, Tamu. How's it going? (laughs) I'm doing good. Thanks. How are you doing? Ah, uh, well, we're doing good. We're just uh, kind of, you know, wondering uh, what you thought about what's going on with uh, Carlisle and everything. You know, I talked to you a little bit earlier today, uh, got your take on it. Uh, what do you think about the Ducks and uh, their move to, you know, finally uh, take him out? Well, you know, obviously something, they have to do something. And obviously, it's, I always say that it's easier to fire one guy than half team. And uh, it's always uh, tough and sad to see when somebody is going to get fired. But, uh, you know, I think uh, even Randy, I think he was expecting this. You know, the team was playing so bad for a long time. And obviously, we all know it's not about the coach. And uh, uh, it has been tough to watch when the team that you can't really say a lot of positive things about any player really much. So it's, uh, but hopefully, the, the greatest thing about this is that they're still five or six points off behind the last, last uh, player spot. So everything is their own hands still. And, uh, and uh, I've never seen this before, that there's so many teams struggling the same times that you haven't won a game for a long, long time and you're still in the just to make the playoffs. So. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. The Ducks have, you know, like you said, they haven't done well. They're, they're out of a playoff spot, but, I mean, they're still not that far out of it, like you mentioned. Um, what what do you think? I mean, I know I know you talked about how it's not all Carlisle. I mean, what do you think about this team? Um, I know when we were talking earlier today, you mentioned obviously you know how strong Gibson's been playing. But what does the team do now? I mean, you know you've got uh, Murray in there temporarily. Uh, what's your take on that? It's kind of interesting since he's never coached an NHL game. I know it is. It was a big surprise for me too. And, uh, but I think Bob wants to get back the ground level and see. Every day, those guys action and the habits and what they do in the dressing room. And uh, I think they're gonna, he's gonna get a little better picture of what kind of uh, coach they need for the next year. But sometimes it's good to be around the call, around the team, and to see what kind of chemistry they have and and, and, and you know, what it takes to build a build a great team. We have a lot of good young players, and uh, but they can't carry the whole torch here. We all know that the whole team, you need everyone. You need the leaders, the best players to play, the best hockey all the time. And that's how you get everybody else going. You have to set by example. And I don't think, like I said, it's tough to watch when, if you count the Gibson out, like how many players the team has really played well. Can you name one player? I I really can't, you know. So there's a lot of potential uh, improvement available so everybody has to at least play their own level now on if they want to make the playoffs some guys have to play yeah you're right i mean the 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 team as a whole you know not anybody on there has really stepped up or uh been playing well outside of the goalie of course so it's going to be tough to see um you know uh, murray's going to be in there till the end of the season 
they're going to try to look for, uh, you know, another coach uh, coming up in the offseason. I know some people have asked you before, have you ever thought, uh, you know, of going that route of trying to coach an NHL team? <laughs> you know what? Actually, uh, some way it really excites me, but to be honest, I don't have the commitment and time to do that. It's uh, because it takes the same kind of passion and uh, commitment and, and as a player, you know, and uh, I can't see this happen right now. I think, honestly, I think I would be a good coach if you ask me. But, but uh, like I said, it's a, it's a huge commitment that whoever's going to start coaching needs to be ready and, 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 and have to love a lot to do that. You know, because otherwise, it's, it's not going to work. And uh, uh, so, uh, but, but, you know, there's a lot of uh, coach available, so they're going to find something. Yeah, um, you know, one of the names that comes to mind is Dallas Eakins and how well he's done in San Diego, and Murray's decided to keep him down there for this season. Is he one guy that, you know, if you were to pick someone or someone that would be on the list that you would, you know, maybe look towards being the Ducks coach next season? Absolutely. I think that would be the easiest, the most natural choice. And uh, he's already in the organization, and he knows a lot of those young players who have been, a lot of good players. So that's... Uh, for sure, Dallas is going to be, the, I think, number one uh, choice for the Ducks. And, uh, uh, so, so I think it's I think it's time to go younger now and, and see the new generation, what they can bring for the, for the franchise. And, uh, it's going to be exciting. Like, uh, even as bad as we have played, but uh, a lot of uh, exciting things. You know, if you look at all the young players, what we have right now, I think they're going to be a big, big uh, bright uh, part of the franchise in the future. So... Uh, it's, it's exciting to watch these young players, man. Eddie was asking a question real quick about what did you think about the player reactions as far as with uh, Carlo being I, I, uh, think, I think the players were expecting that kind of also. That, or something had to have, happen. And uh, yeah, like I said, you know, I think it was a normal situation in NHL that uh, after a while struggling, you know, they had to do something. It's easier, like I said, it's easier to, to find a coach than... than uh, some, some players, but uh, you know, I don't think that's going to be the whole answer for this uh, this uh, situation. Uh, I don't really know what's what's problem in the dressing room right now because the guys have played so long, so bad that you know uh, there has to be uh, a lot of chances. And uh, but it has, it has to start from the players, and uh, and I think they can do it. They have a lot of. Uh, leadership and they just have to find the confidence as a team again but everything starts from level and, and uh, it's a big challenge to introduce you and hopefully they can do it yeah I, I agree I mean like you said they still have a chance you know um uh, outside of you know the stuff going on with the Ducks, uh, what's been uh, going on with you? Anything new besides uh, you know the golf and tennis and all that kind of stuff? How's everything been going with you? Uh, pretty good, actually. I'm right now here in Boston, and uh, my my son is playing Northeastern University. They have this big bean, bean pot tournament every year, and uh, Harvard, BU, BC, and uh, Northeast. They're playing for the Champions League of Boston. So they have a final tomorrow, and I'm here, and I'm very excited about that. I was here also last year, and uh, Northeastern North won the first time in 30 years, so it was great to, great to experience that part, and hopefully tomorrow they can repeat it. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for taking the time to come on the show, Tamu. Uh, I know you're always busy and whatnot. Best of luck to you and your son, your family, and everything else, and uh, you know, hopefully the Ducks will turn around this season, uh, if not next season. All right. Thanks, guys. Anytime.
All right, that was Tamu Solani. Uh, he came on the show real quick to talk about the Ducks. Uh, Eddie, what did you think of Tamu's comments? You know, uh, talking about you know, kind of putting some of it on the players here, not just the coach. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it's it's everyone's fault. You can't really blame one person. Uh, obviously, you can't go out and trade. You know, some of the key players that you do have due to their contracts. You can't just throw everyone. You know, and it, it's not NHL nineteen where you can just trade everyone and get a whole new team. So something has to happen i think you know the coach is the first one to go it's usually the first one to go and usually gets the players like you know shaken up um i've noticed too i don't know if this was a thing and i should have mentioned it if if the players maybe felt a little bit different with with carlisle in in there and maybe they weren't just playing for him anymore if he just totally lost them because there's been numerous games and even the commentators mentioned it how they're just not skating with that ump anymore and and they're not giving it that that 110 percent that they're supposed to do as a professional athlete it just kind of seemed they were just going through the motions, uh, definitely not trying to finish any check or even get close to that, are, are really fighting and battling for, you know, for a win, especially, you know, going on the losing streak they've been to two games in the last 54 games. I mean, I, I would sure want to get some more wins and, and be that competitive. So I don't know if that played a factor in it. But, yeah, I mean, now, you know, we have, you know, the, the Ducks did something that everyone was asking for, majority of fans. And some of the fans got a little upset because Murray's named himself head coach. But, I mean, come on. Like, I know some people are just going to wake up every day just to find something to bitch and complain about. I mean, that's natural. But, I mean, everyone wanted something to happen. The Ducks did something. Let's try out Murray. I mean, obviously, two wins in 54 days. I mean, let's have a rock stand in place of a coach. If anything, it's going to do a changeup. So let's just see how, you know, this plays out. I mean, he has played before. He's watched numerous games more than, you know, you know, has he has perspective that a lot of us don't have. So, I mean, let's just see what he has. And then if, if all in all, he has a little player insight and he knows the potential of his players and he knows who to get rid of or who to change their game a little, you know, away and just, just let him see what he does now with, you know, with Carlisle gone. Yeah, it's interesting, like you said, Eddie, uh, you know, put Murray in there and see what he's going to do the rest of the way. Uh, I think it's kind of interesting because the word was that, you know, he wanted to keep Carlisle till the end of the season, and then he didn't want to bring up uh, Dallas Eakins. He wanted to keep him in San Diego to develop the youth down there. So he was kind of in a rock and a hard place. So he ends up getting rid of Carlisle. The, the wheels were set in motion on the road trip. It sounded like after the Montreal game is kind of when that had happened. And uh, we're not going to go into the road trip on this show, but obviously, you know, the Ducks, you know, lost all those games. They came out of the all-star break from our last show, you know, they had won two and then lost two, but then they came out of the break and they lost all five. And now they're in last place in the Pacific. So it's a weird situation. Um, the only thing I was kind of curious about, maybe, maybe you have some thoughts on this, Eddie, is if one of the assistant coaches maybe would have gone up there for now uh, during this time period. What do you think about that? That's what I would have thought that was going to happen. I mean, it's funny. I mean, you're naming yourself, you know, head coach. I reminds me of one movie I was watching and I'm not going to say the, the title of the movie, but this guy was president of his company and then he wants to promote someone to vice president, but promotes himself and takes a salary too. But that was just kind of a funny joke that I saw that. But I think him doing that with the, the, the non-experience he had, I think that's basically telling fans and the team that, Hey, well, I, we're just going to try and write the season out and get a decent draft pick. Cause you know, we're, we're near the st- bottom of the standings, even though we're still like what four or five points out of a playoff spot. And he wants to really get a good evaluation of the players to kind of revamp the team and do something drastic to make us better. I, I hopefully that's the goal. If not, I hope he doesn't, you know, think that just 
just the experience of playing alone and watching it's going to be that significant to change but you know what maybe it that's something i don't know like we we have no idea he's never coached so he's pretty much he's winless in coaching and he's never lost a game as a coach so you can take it <laughs> you can take it how you see it but i mean I, i'm glad that something's changed uh, i respect carlisle i was pissed off you know that he came back but you know i, I still respect him he, he was our coach that brought us to stanley cup and his name you know this season and him coming back we're not going to really you know think about him too much we're, we're going to forget about that time but we're always going to remember him bringing the stanley cup so you know I, I thank him and everything for that and i'm just looking forward to seeing how the players react and how you know how murray's approach is coaching this team and actually getting a feel for each individual player personally uh like that uh, like the movie moneyball with brad pitt where he's the gm but he's has a hands-on approach with his players and he's helping his players get better and and having that hands-on approach with them so I'm glad to see him rolling up his sleeves and going down there and having that too. So I'm I'm excited and I'm I'm happy. I'm not gonna sit here and complain because I wanted something to change and and ho- and it did. So hopefully we'll see the Ducks come Wednesday just firing out and a whole brand new different team would, you know. I mean I'm not expecting it right away, but I just hope that I can just at least see them play that game and not just slump and have their shoulders hanging down and go through the motions, but actually try to play and, and try to win. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they still have a chance, you know. Like uh, Tamu said, when we just talked to him. You know, they're not they're not way out of a playoff spot. I mean, they're only still a few points, which is crazy because you know the Western Conference is kind of a toss up uh, with what's going on as far as trying to get into one of those final spots. So we'll have to see. And then with uh, Murray coming in, I think it was kind of interesting the uh, the reaction of everybody because it was like. When the announcement came that uh, Carlisle was gone, it was pretty much like OMG. They, they you know, they did it. Uh, as I talked about, you know, Murray pulled the pin on the grenade that he'd been sitting on all season. And then once it was Murray is going to be the coach, then it was kind of like WTF. Like, wait, why is he going in there uh, doing that? And it's it's going to be kind of interesting. I mean, some people thought maybe he's saving money. Other people uh, talking about the whole thing in San Diego, not trying to disrupt what's going on down there, which I can see that. I, I don't think bringing Eakins up now is really going to change anything uh, too much. And, he, and why disrupt what's going on down there with the goals? They're doing great. So, I, you know, leave it as that. So that's where I, I'm at. I, I do think it's interesting they didn't put an assistant coach in there um, to maybe, you know, just finish out the season. My concern is that there's so much stuff going on right now with the team, obviously, and the trade deadlines coming up. Uh, that Murray's wearing a lot of hats now. You know, he's he's the vice president, he's the GM, and he's the head coach. So he's the VP GM HC. Uh, you know, how many more titles do you want to give him? You know, so uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's a it's a Bob Murray hat trick if you want to call it that. I don't know, however you want to look at it. So <laughs> I mean, I'm just kind of I'm kind of nervous about that because you know there's a, there's a lot going on, and I mean we're going to have another show too coming up where we're going to be talking about the trade deadline, and we've got some stuff uh, you know close to the team, some people telling us about some things that are going on, which we're not going to talk about now. We're going to talk about later on, but. It, it just concerns me because you're you're stretching Bob Murray thin right now. That's my only concern with the timing of this, and that's why I would have leaned towards maybe putting an assistant coach in there. Granted, some other people said too the whole coaching staff hasn't done well. And well, if you look at the Ducks' special teams and power play and everything going on with uh, you know the lack of shots on goal, the lack of scoring, 
Uh, and, and Tamo and I even talked about it too outside of John Gibson. There's a lot of stuff going wrong with this team. So it's going to be an interesting uh, ride, Eddie. Uh, but I'm just kind of concerned. I feel like Murray's going to be stretched a little thin. Yeah, hopefully he has his uh, he has his work cut out for him. And I mean, let's see if he can handle it. Uh, I'm pretty sure he'll get a lot of help from the assistant coaches. So um, I, I hope you know he just I you know I hope he he you know, he understands he's in that that leadership role too, being the general manager, so he can delegate a lot of responsibilities. And also, you know, I don't know if his approach to this him coaching is kind of going to let the players let them play. Like you know, we have leaders, you know. Of the Ducks, you know, get you have Getzloff, you have Perry, you have Kessler, you know, those kind of guys that have been in the league for a while. You know, maybe they have some ideas on how they want to run the team and how they want to run their play. So maybe he'll use that as well. Um, yeah, you know, you, you mentioned the word nervous too, because when I first got, you know, I first woke up, I actually tried, tried to sleep in, so I slept until about 12 today. And I, my buddy, uh, Matt, my old captain from my Road Dogs team, he texted me saying, please tell me you guys doing a show today. Ha, ha, ha. I'm like, wait, what's he talking about? What's going on? And then I saw your text, Mike. And I was like, before I even looked at anything, I usually check my text messages first. I'm like, holy crap. At first, I was like, yes, it's cool. Finally, I was like, wait a minute. I'm nervous now. Who are we bringing in? And then I saw Murray. I was like, wait. I started thinking. And I was like, no, we can't bring him. He hasn't coached. But then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to sit there and and cry about that. Because I've been wanting Carlisle gone for a while, so I'm just, you know, I'm nervous, but I'm excited. I, I'm looking forward to Wednesday and seeing. And I almost went to the practice today, too. Like, I almost, I thought about it, but I wanted just that sleep-in day since I didn't get to sleep in this weekend because the Ducks broke my heart, you know, on Saturday. So, you know, I don't know the, the tempo, how the practice was today, but I'm just, I, I'm excited more than nervous. And at least we have him getting down there and rolling his sleeves up and, and putting in the work as a, a head coach too, because that's gonna be that's gonna be tough. So um, you know, I, I trust in him now since he made that move, and I also trust our our duck scouting team that that people really don't talk about. You know, we could see Max Comtois, we could see the Detroit Terry, uh, Max Steele or uh, Still. Um, we see all those players and how they're developing and and what they're doing, but everyone credits Murray. But we have to stop and think. We have scouting play, uh, scouting guys that go out there and sk- make these determinations or put together the list. So, I mean, we got to just trust all those moving parts and see what's going to happen moving forward. But, I mean, hopefully if the, if that was the case with the Ducks not wanting to play for Carlisle, he's gone and hopefully Murray takes a different approach than he did and it'll be a little, you know, kind of a smoother transition going on Wednesday where the, the players kind of respond better. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting uh, week coming up. Uh, you know, I'm going to be at all the games coming up this week. So uh, Vancouver on Wednesday will be interesting with uh, Murray behind the bench. And then, uh, you know, of course, they play on Friday. And then Sunday will be the uh, Niedermeyer uh, retirement game. So don't forget, I'll just mention it now that uh, on our Patreon uh, website, patreon.com slash Ducks and Bucks, if you sign up, become a member, we are giving away a game you stick by Scotty Niedermeyer and two tickets to that game. Uh, hopefully, if you're listening to this uh, soon, we're going to announce it the next day or two. So, you know, sign up ASAP and you could win the stick and some tickets to that game as well. So, yeah, it's going to be a busy week coming up. Uh, you know, what a giveaway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we're still trying to, you know, pump up the team, even with the way things are going, you know. That's the way it is, but uh, can I kind of quit Ducks and Pucks for a couple of weeks? <laughs> since I, and then and, and kind of get... 
you know, <laughs> jump on that too to get those tickets. <laughs> yeah. I'm just playing. I would never want to do uh, that. I love being part of Ducks and Pucks. I, this is just, I love doing this. I, I spend a lot of time doing research, writing, and I, I love it. It just, it, it's something that, you know, gets me happy every day. It puts a smile on my face to just to be part of any part of this game. So, well, and you know, one thing, kind of on a personal note, I guess I should say is, you know, the last, uh, you know, this whole season actually has been kind of crazy for me personally. I've had a lot of stuff going on. I haven't really talked about it, but, uh, you know, um, I, I guess we could say that the uh, the operation of Ducks and Pucks has actually moved and it is closer to Honda Center uh, now. We're actually uh, just off Catella, a little bit east of Honda Center, so we're closer. But uh, a lot of stuff has gone on uh, really since the beginning of the season that I haven't really talked about on social media uh, not a lot of people know about it unless you're close to me. I mean, I know Eddie knows because I told him uh, uh, before the show. But I, I appreciate a lot of stuff that Eddie has done because, honestly, there's a lot of times I haven't been able to do as much as I wanted to do this season, unfortunately. So I haven't been on social media as much. I haven't posted as many funny jokes and things like that. I've done them when I can. But, uh, you know, Eddie, I appreciate it because I know you helped me cover the games. I know you uh, – <laughs> got the same funny humor as I do. Hashtag Team Capricorn. So you know we uh, joke around, have a good time. So you know I appreciate it. I know you're enthusiastic, and uh, you know we've made some strides this season. You know we've got uh, already. We have an intern too doing some stuff for Cal State Fullerton. Uh, a lot of good stuff going on. So it's been it's been a weird year. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's been crazy. Uh, my personal life has been crazy for the Ducks and whatnot, but. Um, you know, this team, who knows what's going to happen in the last couple of months. But, you know, a lot of fans are really upset, and I get it. And, you know, the Samuelis at least issued a letter out today, Eddie. Uh, I, I can read probably part of it and let you guys, uh, if you haven't read it already, but uh, they said, you know, about this firing that, you know, today is a difficult day for our franchise. Randy is a dedicated, passionate man that we respect immensely. Uh, during his two stints as head coach, he became the winningest coach in club history. Took us to the conference uh, final three times, and of course won the Stanley Cup. We thank him deeply. And then they, you know, they go on to other stuff, talking about the uh, organization have a winning tradition. Um, the one part I did think was interesting, and uh, may, maybe you want to chime in on this, Eddie, is that uh, you know they said, "quote Our current performance is very disappointing, and therefore we have given Bob permission to do whatever is necessary to get us back to our winning ways." So what do you think about that, Eddie? I thought that was kind of interesting. It sounds like the Samuelis are really leaning on Murray um, to try and fix everything, which, you know, there's some people out there that don't really agree with that. So what's your take? Uh, a little too late to me. Uh, to me, um, <laughs> Fans and made that post on Ducks and Pucks that there's no communication. And I know we joked and made fun of the, the Rangers by pretty much putting a post out and letter to their fans saying how, you know, pretty much they're just going to, you know, tank and just get draft picks and rebuild. But with the Ducks organization, we didn't get told anything. We get left, we got left in the dark. And I mean, yeah, you know what? You guys don't have to tell us anything. You guys are professionals. You guys are way above our, you know, our pay grade, my pay grade, definitely. But we're your fans. And honestly, we keep the team rolling because if fans stop going, you lose a team. I'll look at Atlanta. And and then them. And you know what bothered me? I don't know. If I'm just being like, you know, just nitpicky. But to Orange Alliance members, what about Anaheim Ducks fans? Because 
I mean, I used to be a, a season ticket holder. My my schedule just got way too crazy, and I think I hit that one time I came back that year. I had like thirty seven games for for the year or for, for the season, so that was like a lot. And I started really getting into like school and work, so I couldn't. But they, they should address the whole fan base, and and they should address it sooner. Uh, a lot of people were upset on social media too. I was reading that. Well, a few days ago, you guys got your renewals for the season tickets, and some people got price increases. Uh, there was fans that have been there for a while, and I'm not going to you know, throw them under the bus, but I think it was like 300-plus for seats, and they were talking about they might tap out this season. And, and these are people that I'm pretty sure we've seen them at games numerous times, and it's just sad to see that. But I think this letter should have been sent out way long before. And they should have addressed it. Hey, we understand what's going on. Let us work internally. Just, you know, you know, thank you for still supporting our team. Just show us that you care. And uh, there's um, a post I posted on social media, too, on my personal page, Argonzo444. Uh, uh, one of the journalists, she posted, you know, pretty much what they wanted to hear. And, and we agree with that. But, I mean, yeah, you fired him. Then you post a letter. I mean, you should have posted this sooner. So that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And then saying that, it's just kind of a, you know, good on the PR person, great writing, and it was a great response. But, I mean, I, I'm not too sold on that. And I, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way still. Yeah, I mean, there was mixed reaction. I, I think some people were happy, uh, you know, that they finally came out and said something. Other people like you, they felt like, hey, you know, this should have been a little bit sooner. Just like the firing of Carlisle should have been much sooner as well. So they kind of let it go. I mean, this team went – not on one, not on two, but on three big losing streaks this season, you know, and it, it, it took that to get it done. I mean, I, for me, I, I have mixed feelings. I am glad that they did send out something, but I do feel like you do, Eddie. It's it's kind of like, well, you know, it's a little bit, you know, uh, too, too little, too late a little bit. But, you know, at least that they did send out response better than not sending out one. So... Now they they did that, and we obviously we posted. If you want to read the whole thing, it's on our uh, Ducks and Pucks website. You can go on there. Uh, they emailed it out to me because I am a season ticket holder, uh, and you know, quote unquote, Orange Alliance member too. I I did think that was kind of weird uh, from a PR standpoint. Like you said, Eddie, if it was me, I would have you know sent it out to you know our valued Ducks fans. That's that's me. I would have incorporated everybody not just people like myself that have season tickets because I know we pay money and we go to all the games and whatnot, but Hey, we're, you know, just like what we do on this website show, we're trying to appeal to everybody, you know, not trying to exclude anybody. Um, whether you're out there and you ha you have your own podcast or your own website and you talk about the ducks as well, you know, we're all in, we like to, you know, hear different views from everybody and appeal to everybody. So, Oh yeah, definitely. You know, I, you know, I, I had a mixed reaction too. So, I, it's just going to be interesting to see how they go the rest of the season. You know, and this next week's going to be crazy. But uh, for most of this show, since we're doing a different show, we have a ton of fan questions to get to, Eddie. Tons of things to talk about. Oh, I bet. And we have some exciting news, other things. I talked about how we're now located closer to Honda Center, but we have some other things we'll mention a little bit later in the show. But let's get into some of these questions, Eddie. There's a bunch on Twitter. There's a bunch on Facebook. And like you mentioned earlier, you know, the Ducks don't exist without the fans. Well, we don't exist without you fans as well. It's the same way. Yeah, definitely too. Like, I mean, this is your show. This is your baby, and and I, I'm just your your little assistant, which I don't. I, I love. I love being part of. But this show is not for you and I because we don't record the show and then 
sit together with popcorn and listen to it together just to hear our own voices. Now we do it just for fans and have that support and just that, that communication, that two way communication back and forth where we can talk and you guys can listen and you guys can send back feedback and you know, whatever you want change. If it's reasonable, we'll do it. It's just, I love that. And that's cool. I mean, it's teamwork. We're all one team. I mean, we're all ducks fans. So it's, I mean, that should be the dumb, like the number one priority in this whole game. It's just, you know, teamwork. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get to a bunch of these questions. There's, there's a ton because obviously today blew up. As soon as I posted a couple of the articles about the firing and then the letter, uh, my phone was going nuts today. Um, you know, I had worked all week. So today was my one day off. So I guess it was good because I was at home <laughs> when I saw the news. I, I actually stepped away from my phone for a second, came back and saw the news. And I was like, holy crap. They did it. So uh, let's go with these questions. We'll start with some of the Facebook ones. We have um, Lauren Wagner asks, Eddie, you know, are we still going to be in tank mode? What do you think about that? Um, see, I don't know. With, with Murray taking that role uh, as a coach, I don't know if he's just going to really take an internal look on what we need to change and to be successful in the future. Because honestly, regardless, I don't see this team winning the Stanley Cup anymore. Like I'm not that excuse, you know, that motivation part of me just went away. And I see us, you know, I have no doubt that we can make the playoffs. And I kind of hope we do because I made a bet with my 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 friends as a Kings fan. I don't want to lose that bet, but I don't want us going in the first round and getting our asses kicked. And then we we just have a, a higher you know a pick. I don't want them to to tank and just to intentionally lose games we're not Edmonton and uh, you know have some pride just play your game and if it happens it happens but I think him taking that role uh you know it's he's gonna focus more on what he needs to do to make this team better and yeah I, I've called for Murray's head too like, like a lot of fans but not right now we we have an expansion draft coming up soon and I like what Murray've done and we talked about this you know previous shows so I want to hold on to him because I know that when that expa- expansion draft comes, we're not going to lose out or, or, or we're not going to be laughed at and lose something significant. I, I know he'll work his magic, and just like he did the last one. So I, I think we came out the winners in the last expansion draft. I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I really think we came out winners. So um, I, I'm not necessarily like tank mode. I just think we're just going to run with it. And at the, at the deadline, oh, I'll, I'll save that talk for our next show. But, you know, I'm just – they're just going to go with the motions, but I think it'll be a, a little different with the Ducks. Like they'll be more a little smoother and, and trying a little more, just not, you know, necessarily giving up like, like Edmonton. And I say Edmonton because there was a lot of controversy, uh, you know, with them all getting all those number one draft picks and, and even some analysts called them out the way they were playing. It seemed like they were just intentionally trying to lose games. So, but yeah, um, we can discuss the, the whole trade deadline talk on our, our next show. Yeah, and we will. We And we have some pretty good info to share on that next one. But as far as this, I, I don't see this team still being in tank mode. I mean, I know we joke around, uh, you know, on social media. We've been doing the uh, the, the Ducks joke of the day. Um, you know, and, and some people, it's funny to see the reaction. Some people get really serious about stuff. And, you know, if you're taking those too seriously, you need to just relax. <laughs> We're trying to make light. Yeah, it's all good fun. Yeah, we're trying to make light of this situation. I mean, comedy is the best way to deal with some of the stuff that's just been going on. This year has just been one of the weirdest seasons. Uh, if you're if you're a Ducks fan, so I don't think they're in a tank mode. I, I really don't. I think that Murray's going to come in there. 
I think that I don't, you know, they're not going to turn around overnight and all of a sudden be this, you know, cup contending team or even a playoff team. Maybe they do make the playoffs or not. I don't see them being in, uh, in tank mode, you know. Uh, like we said, we joke around about it, but I, I just really don't see this team doing that. A um, couple other questions. A lot of questions, obviously, about the coaching thing. We have uh, Joshua Holdman. He asks, you know, who's going to be the coach next year? I'm hoping it's Joe Quinville. We have Paul James. He asks about, uh, you know, who might some of the candidates be? And also, do we think if Murray's job is going to be safe? So there's some things in there. I, I'm, I'm with Tamu. We talked about this on other shows before. I like Dallas Eakins. He's the one, uh, obviously, leading the charge in San Diego. The goals have been on fire this year. Um, of course, he hasn't had the greatest success in the NHL in the past, but maybe he can have that success. So for me, he's the one I would look for. I do like Joe Quinville. Uh, Eddie, you and I did talk about him before, but the problem is uh, the cost of bringing him in. I just don't see the Samuelis, um, you know, doing that. So that's that's my concern there. So that that's my number one choice right there is Dallas. I mean, there's some other coaches that you know at the end of the season their contracts are going to expire. And maybe we can revisit this whole thing then. But uh, for now, the Ducks are going to be in a holding pattern. I don't know if there's anybody else out there that uh, you would like to see. Uh, I know we did bring up uh, Patrick uh, Waugh before. We joked about that. But, uh, <laughs> you knew I was going to say that, too. You knew I, I knew you were going to say up. that. I knew you were going to bring him up. And I just we, wrote we that did. down, too. <laughs> I wrote that down. <laughs> That's because Team Capricorn, baby. I read your mind. <laughs> oh, man. I knew, I knew you were going to go there. but uh, <laughs> And you can go there now if you want. But besides him, is, is there anybody else that, uh, you know, is, is this is premature because like Murray said today in his comments, he's not going to worry about it until the offseason. But is there anybody, uh, whether it's Quinville or Eakins, anybody else? Uh, that you like to see behind the bench next season? Eakins. Eakins. He, he deserves it. Uh, not right now because he's doing a phenomenal job in San Diego, and it's not fair just to pull, rip him from how on fire he is over there and just put him in, you know, an ice cube right now because he's fire. Like, it's just not fair. You can't do that. Let him write the season off. Let him have his confidence, his motivation. Let him keep doing what he's doing over there. And then next season, I mean – he should be the number one coach to land this job with the team because we can bring a lot of our young guns up too, and they're going to be comfortable with them. He, he seems like he's the player's coach, and and we talked about that before too. That that, that just that that rapport he has with his players, and, and they respond to him well. And we're going to bring. I know we're going to bring a lot of our young guns up, and they're going to be ready to come up next season. So let's just uh, let's let's be a younger team and bring him and use that uh, success he has in San Diego and ride it next season with the Ducks. Uh, Coach Q, you know, unless you guys want to start a GoFundMe page and you want to get that salary. (laughs) Yeah, dude's a legend and nothing but respect for him, but it's not going to happen. I mean, let's come back to reality. Trust me, I I look in the mirror and I I look at, you know, I look like I'm Brad Pitt sometimes before the beard, but I'm not. So let's just, let's keep reality where it is right now. Uh, Dallas is, is... going to be the number one candidate to be the coach uh, unless you want to you know go with you know the old Mighty Ducks movies and have like coach O'Ryan or Riley and Bombay and, and the, the, the Wolf Stanton dentist whatever but no like seriously I think Dallas has earned it and he's did a, a great job in San Diego and unfortunately yeah he, he had you know a little bad luck but he, you know what everyone makes mistakes things go wrong 
just this is a this is a different team than Edmonton was too. So let's just I really hope that he can fill in that void as a coach next season. And I I would be a little bit disappointed to see anyone else behind the Ducks bench, but I mean I would love to give him a shot, especially with all the success he has in San Diego. So that's my money on it's him. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, outside of getting some big name NHL coach like Coach Q or something like that, I, I, that's the front runner in my opinion. Uh, like I said, we'll have to see how it shakes out in summer. Some other coaches uh, are going to become available around the league, and, and we'll see. So that's where we're at right now. Or you know what? Uh, maybe Murray might give himself a coaching extension and and take on that role too next year. <laughs> that's, that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that out there. Oh, <laughs> so many man. people are upset today man. about we, that, but hey, but you know what? Oh, yeah. If the Ducks oh. turn around and end up, you know, taking the West for some reason, I mean, I mean, it's hockey. The stranger things have happened. Yeah, and I, who knows? You know, and it's happened before. We've seen some general managers get behind the bench. It's happened a couple times, so it's going to be interesting. Um, we had a good question here from uh, George. Kastner, he asked, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, how happy are you guys that Randy Carlisle was fired? And I kind of have mixed reaction. I mean, yeah, I would say on a 10, I'm happy he's fired. But I kind of have to pull that number down a little bit because, you know, one, I don't want to see anybody get fired, of course. But two, I also think it was too late. I mean, he shouldn't have been back to begin with. You brought him back, then these things happened. I mean... I was shocked he wasn't gone at the end of last season when they got swept by San Jose. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, yeah, when it first happened this morning, uh, I was shocked. I was like, what? Uh, he's gone? So uh, I would say and maybe a seven or an eight overall. I mean, I, I'm happy, but, you know, there's still things that need to be ironed out. Yeah, I'm going to throw a nine out there. And the only reason I'm throwing nine because just like you said, I, I hate to see someone fi- like fired. I mean, it, it sucks. No matter if, you know, yeah, I'm sure he's comfortable uh, with, with his salary and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's not the given. But, I mean, it always sucks to see someone fired. And that's the only reason why it's on a 10. But it's a 9 because I never wanted him back. I, I, I think, you know, it, it was a mistake to bring him back. And I, I mentioned that numerous times. I'm not going to sit here and beat a dead duck about that. But. I was I, I was happy and a little bit nervous because now like what's gonna happen and I want the players to respond and and, and hopefully you know hopefully there's not something more going on and it's not the players because it's just it sucks but it, it's business it's the thing of hockey just like what players get traded everyone flips out and gets upset just the same way I do uh, I'm a little different though because I usually buy my jerseys because I like that that player and that that connection that I personally have with players. So I, I don't get that like all like oh he's traded blah blah, um, just like gave him again when he got traded to the Ducks. I knew he wasn't gonna you know stay with the Ducks, but I still bought his jersey because I had all that 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 time with him in Colorado and and all those talks and it, it was just fun. So so yeah. So my uh, George's question, uh, I'll say a nine, and all because nine because you know he got fired. If he were resigned on his own without anyone telling him to, okay, cool. That's a 10 for me. But since, you know, that that word fired, just bad. So I'll say a nine. Yeah, I mean, after you go on that road trip, you know, they played all those Canadian teams in the first four games and then Philly in the last game. You, I, I mean, the Ducks got destroyed on that road trip. It was disgusting. They got outscored 29 to 7. It was a joke. Oh. I remember I, I was busy 
for that Philly game, I had a lot of stuff going on and you were helping me out on social media. And I remember looking on there and I go four zero in the first period. I was like, what is going on? Like, they, I mean, it seemed like every game was like that on this last road trip. Like they were just getting blown out left to right. It was just ridiculous. You're a Rams fan, right? And I'm sorry what happened at <laughs> Super Bowl. But I, I made this joke too, not really a joke, but I just noted the last time the Ducks scored more than the Rams did and their Super Bowl was uh, January 11th against Pittsburgh when they lost four to seven. Other than that, they just they either tied with how many points uh, the Rams scored in the Super Bowl or they were below that. So that that, that was even bad too. No, it, it's it's crazy. Yeah, the lack of offense, you know, and they're they're at a minus 56 right now. They've been outscored 180 to 124 goals this season. I mean, that's just stupid ridiculous. I mean, it, there's nothing for that. And, I mean, a lot of it, too, is you look at the special teams, the power play, you know, it's only 14.9%. It's terrible. The penalty kills at 79.7. Not terrible, but still not really that good. You know, that's why I kind of hinted at Tamu, hey, you want to come back and coach? I mean, maybe you can come back and at least help the special teams because, good Lord, this team can't do anything. It's like when they go on a power play, it's like, what's the point, you know? It's tough. So there's a lot of work ahead. And, uh, you know, going with more of the fan questions, basically, we've kind of switched over to some of the Twitter ones we have. We have uh, Alex ask us, you know, with all the stuff that you and I have talked about, all the problems with the team, is there any scenario where Murray could lose his job? And, I don't really see it. I mean, I mean, this team is so bad. I just don't see the team getting that much worse. I really don't. I think they are going to start winning some games. Um, and then, like we said, we've alluded to it a bunch of times. Our next show, we're going to have a lot of stuff. We're going to talk about the trade deadline. There's a lot of things I've heard behind the scenes about what they're trying to do, and we're going to elaborate then. So I don't see that happening. They gave him his extension, uh, you know, in mid-December. Obviously, he did a good job, you know, getting us through the Vegas expansion. Then we have Seattle coming up. You know, I mean, the only scenario, I guess, maybe, Eddie, is that the Ducks lose every single game from here on out. But I, I don't see that happening. So I, I don't see uh, Murray losing his job. No, same here. He's staying. There's no way he's going. He got the extension. We have the, You know what? And that extension is probably predominantly more for the expansion draft. Because we need him for that expansion draft. He, he's going to save our, our butts that expansion draft. So, I mean, and you know what? Honestly, the Ducks right now have zero pressure on them. There's no pressure at all. I think the most pressure not to be in last place right now is the Ottawa Senators. And I say that because they gave their number one draft pick to the Colorado Avalanche, either in the last year's or this year's. And they chose to take last year's because they thought that they were going to finish better this year. And now they're, I think, they, yeah, they're 47 points and they're last in the league. So all the pressure is on the Ottawa Senators not to finish last this season. And then they have Matt Duchesne and Mark Stone. They can't get signed. They're going to lose them. So, you know, yeah, I think Murray's safe. And he'll be safe until after the expansion draft. Um, even if we lose every single game coming up, I mean, it's going to suck. And I, I know a lot of Ducks fans were probably going to need AA in the offseason after the amounts of alcohol. I mean, on Saturday, I, I, I was sick. Uh, I was sick that night. Like, I went to see Glass, which is a great movie. Um, and for some reason, I just had high fever, body chills. It was a horrible night. I woke up. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm going to take this game. Just I'm going to do it. 
I'm not going to drink. I'm just going to watch the game. And all of a sudden it's like, oh my God. Oh, another one. Okay. Now where's the vodka bottle that I bought earlier uh, that week? Like, I need to open that. But no, I think Murray's safe. And I think the only way he'll lose his job if he actually just, just says, hey, you know what? I'm done. I'm resigning. But I, I don't think he's going anywhere. So maybe after the expansion draft's over, if it's still not having success, then he'll go. But as of right now, I think his job's safe. Yeah, I, I don't see Murray going anywhere. Uh, absolutely, like you said, I, I I think his job is safe for now. Um, you know, he finally did pull the plug. You know, so it's really where's the team going to go from here? Um, see what happens with the players and whatnot. The trade deadline we'll talk about on the next show. Um, we do have another question on here. This is kind of a good one we can talk about. Um, Fred asks us about the goalie situation and what our opinions are, and I, I thought this was a good one. Eddie, uh, you and I have talked about this before. You know, on this road trip, uh, we saw that Gibson got hurt. He had an upper body injury. Uh, Kevin Boyle came up. Um, We saw Chad Johnson play in this game against Philly. Boyle ended up finishing the game as well. And it it goes back to what you and I talked about. Uh, I was afraid Gibson was going to get overworked. And that's exactly what's going on right now. And and I'm kind of tired of it. I... I think, you know, yeah, he's been an all-star. Don't get me wrong. I don't even want to talk about the all-star game. I didn't really watch a lot of it. But he – they've been putting way too much pressure on him. Uh, I talked to Tamu before he came on the podcast today, and we were, um, you know, texting back and forth about what was going on. And he was saying that, you know, this whole team, nobody's doing anything. And they're leaning on Gibson way, way too much. And that's not good. I mean, you have your all-star goalie, the guy that's kept this team in it, and he's he's getting burnt. We've seen him go off in some of these games, and rightfully so. So for me, the rest of this season, uh, if the Ducks make the playoffs, you know, it's that's kind of crazy. And I'm sure a lot of you are thinking that as I talk about that word. But I would give him some breaks. I've said that. Earlier in the season, they've got to stop playing him so much. I would put Chad Johnson in. Um, if Gibson is hurt long-term, which we hopefully he's not, he's not been placed on the IR as of yet, then maybe you do put Boyle in there. I thought Boyle did play a decent game uh, against Philly. Actually, kind of got the Ducks back into it until the very end. So maybe you're going to have to do that for the rest of the season. Uh, I'm just afraid that we've seen him have some injuries before, and him getting overworked is, is not going to be a good thing. I mean, you're one all-star player. I, I get it. You want him in there. You want him to compete in every game. And don't get me wrong. He should. But, you know, Eddie, if you agree or disagree, I think you still got to give him some nights off here and there. Oh, I agree. It, it's, it's, it's bullshit. The team doesn't play in front of you and you're working your ass off. Like, I, I was, just, I was uh, texting you before this podcast. I, I played my little beer league game. And it's the first time I've had so much shots taken out of me. I had 47 shots shot at me today. And my team wasn't playing at all. There was guys in my crease. I was getting bumped. I had to hit three guys and, and put my body on people. I had to play the puck more than I, I should. I was just drenched in sweat. And I, I was frustrated. And one of my players skated up to me. He was like, hey, good job. Good saves. I was like, yeah, no, if you guys want to, it can actually play. You know, that would be good. And I told the ref, too. I was like, hey, can I just uh, skate off and get a, a, a stick and I could play offense and defense since my team's not doing anything. It, it gets frustrating. And and, and I, I told you, too, like, you know, and then I know how, oh, on Twitter I posted, now I know how Gibson feels. It just it sucks because you work your, your hardest out there and you have no support. 
Uh, Boyle played amazing. Boyle, oh my God, congratulations, Boyle. Like, you look great out there. And I mean, I wouldn't be upset if they start, try to start, if, you know, hypothetically, if Gibson was out longer and Miller's not ready to come back, start Boyle over Johnson. I, I mean, Chad Johnson, man, it's, it's cool. You came in. Thank you. But you haven't looked great. And even some of the saves that you've made, it just, it, I don't know. You, you haven't looked that decent. Um, why not try a rookie out? Uh, look how it's working out for uh, Philadelphia with, with Carter Hart over there or St. Louis. They have their, their rookie over there playing. So, like, why not try him out and, and see what, what he has, you know, good. He was cool, calm, and collected. He started off kind of nervous, just as, it, you know, expect it. I mean, you're coming in, you're losing ready. I mean, those nerves shaking, but I, I think he handled himself well. It, both goals that were scored on him it weren't necessarily his fault. So I, I think we should just kind of give him an opportunity if Gibson's not back or if, if we can't get Miller back and, and go from there. Yeah, and Miller's been practicing. Um, it looks like he has a good chance to come back soon, which that would be a huge boost. If he does, then lean on him. And I'm with you. Boyle looked good. Uh, you know, he, I mean, his you know, first NHL debut, and obviously the team getting blown out, he came in there and held his own. So that's that's my take on it. I, it's not, not a knock on Gibson, but I, I'm just tired of, of the team not playing in front of him. I think you even told me in one of your games – uh, that you played, that the other team got like three breakaways or something like that, and, and you lost your mind and told them, you know, to get their stuff together, and then the team turned around. I think didn't you pull pull yourself or something like that? Yeah, yeah, I was an asshole that game. I was like, you know what? If you guys aren't gonna play, I'm not gonna play. I pulled myself, and what happened? They scored and we won, and, and their their mentality changed. So I mean, yeah, like, like today I wanted to pull myself so bad. I was just so frustrated and mad. Like, I mean, I get it. We have off games, but if you guys would have saw this game, I'm having three, four, five shots in a row on me, and I'm just like, God. And the referee too. I I play. I skate out in a higher division, and and one of the refs is you know a player too. I play against. He's like, man, I feel sorry for you. If it was if it was me, I would just threw my stick and left. It's like I know, and I'm goalie. It just gets frustrating. So um, hopefully we can try to. I I saw a. a uh, boy liked a few of our, our posts about him and he follows us so hopefully we can try to see if we can come on the show and and give his you know first first thoughts on his first game and you know how you know he kind of prepared mentally for it since he got called up yeah absolutely i uh, i i actually have talked to him before and we may try to get him on here in the next show or two so we'll look into that as well um pretty much gonna wrap up the show i mean you know the ducks gotta go forward here we've got uh the Mad Hatter, Bob Murray, uh, you know, wearing all his different hats going forward here. Um, like we said, we got the Niedermeyer giveaway, uh, patreon.com slash ducks and pucks. Check it out. Sign up. You could get uh, two tickets and the uh, stick as well. And we're going to have a watch party. It's coming up on February 23rd, and it's going to be with uh, Kent Huskins. It's going to be at his coffee shop in Santa Ana. So look for that. Um, we're going to have some fun. It's a, you know, a little different thing. So kind of been putting that in the works and there'll be more details come out in the next week or so as well. So uh, look for that and uh, we'll see you probably in a week or so. We'll talk more about what's going on the trade deadline. Hopefully the Ducks get some wins on this homestand and uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the support. Let's go Ducks.